Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Jim Feckins are your Loud Senior Hurling Champions for 2022. That's their back-to-back champions. We get into the report and reaction from Joint Captain Peter Fortune and a special champ pod announcement at the end of the podcast. So sit back, relax and enjoy. But first, Oasis. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the sun came out today for the for the Hurling final anyway. We talk about split season, what have you, but I tell you what, it was uh it was it was hot today and that made that for me is a tick on the positive side of the split season. So lads could what a lot of the hurlers did today from both sides, got their travelling out of the way. Got back in time, got to enjoy. Maybe one player didn't, maybe Jamie McDonald didn't get back from the seconds. But overall, lads could enjoy themselves. They knew the championship was coming up. Maybe it's a little bit rushed, but still. Um, I was going to say Kilkenny, Limerick are all Ireland Hurling champions. Split season comes in then, and the lads play a club Hurling in really good weather. Got a good crowd out today as well. More, so. I'd say there was a lot of lads out. People came out with the good weather too. You know, not adds to it as well. It's not sort of a family occasion. Go out and watch Gold Horland and enjoy themselves in the sun rather than being kind of a bit cold in September, a bit nippy in, in October and all that. You know, so you have that kind of guaranteed, well, not guaranteed in Ireland. This is Ireland after all, but a good chance of good weather. And that bodes very well for the championship. We're going to have a special champ pod announcement at the, at the end. I'm uh, looking forward to the football, but I'm certainly in the mood now after after a really good championship well it was an okay I'm not going to say I'm not going to overhype I'm going to be honest and appraise it as due course as they would expect it was a, it was an okay final I think you had the, the blistering start like Garrett Hall gives a nice point he was wearing number 10 usually played four, 14 that was kind of a clever switch he played in the wing for the early part of the game uh, caught vision by Shane Fennell fires the ball out to him and he flicks it over shortened the grip and fires over 1-0 and then Paul Mattis just kind of takes over in a blistering spell in, in, inside seven minutes. Um, caught a great high ball, just drove at the full back line of Knockbridge and just drove right through and drilled to the net. That's a goal to a point. Paddy Lynch taps over a free. Uh, then he gets another one. And then Barry Devlin is played in superbly by Matthews. And that was a 2-2 two, two to one point. That was eight point lead. And then, you know, they're, they're flying by that time. But they're flying. And then uh, Ricky McKeown playing very well. He, he it was mentioned on the preview podcast about his free taken, and he hit a way out free to bring it back two two to two. Robert Wallace gets another one from play. He was he was Knockbridge's best player today. He was lively. He was fiery. He was he, he's trying his damnedest to get Knockbridge back into the game, and, and he did. He got them back into it early on. He, I'll talk about it in the second half as well. Matthew sits back with a load of space from a really good. Um, it was a really well worked puck out. So he, he loads the space and he, he fired it over the bar. Um, Garrett Hall, then he was in the square at this stage. He gets another, and then Wallace, they both finished with braces in the first few minutes. So that's 2 3 to 5. Sean Keneally with a massive whack. What a point it was. 2 4 to 5. Sheer strength in that man. Fennel hits it. No, it wasn't Fennel, was it? Yes, it was. Shane Fennel got a 65. Then David Kettle popped up with a lovely little short pass from Liam Malai. Then Paul Matches really bit really bit of class to make it two five to seven. Paddy Lynch another free. Just Paddy Lynch just killing you, killing these teams with freeze. Um, Sean Murray as well, 
just when you thought this is kind of going to be a bit of a one-sided game, needed the game needed something to inject a bit of uh, fire in it. McKeown, Ricky McKeown hits the sideline into Hall, who bats it down to Mary. Mary just drilled it low, two six to one seven. Game on. Yes, Knockbridge didn't fire on after that. Donald Ryan hits a really, really good long, long-range point. Look like from a set puck out again. Paddy Lynch with another free. And then uh, Robert Wallace with a, with a yeah great and a great save from Morrissey just beforehand make it two eight to one eight and I thought you thought right if you're Knockbridge we've done well here three points down at half time but then four points Paddy Lynch gets another makes it four points at half time that put the Feckins really really in in good stead and it's funny because Knockbridge in the preview was all about getting really good starts and the Feckins getting that good start and it was it just threw a wobbler into the mix and it, it just it made things flip reverse. And Knockbridge was kind of having to do what team, they did to teams try and get back into the game. So it was interesting from that kind of, kind of dynamic. The second half, Danny Morgan the first, he bookended the half with the first and last point. But it was disappointing. It was very fragmented. It was stop-start. It was slow. Morgan got a good, good point. He, he was good. He probably had another one. I had to check that on the, on the Lou TV where there was first point in the second half. But the most improved horror and loud. He had a fine game today. He's very close to man in the match as well. Sean Hodgson gets a really good point narrow angle in the very corner. We don't know where the tunnel is in Dunlear, just in, in around that area. Two eleven to one eight, and you thought this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a snore fest. Then Wallace gets a just cuts right through the heart of uh, the Feckins defence. They're kind of a bit lax, kind of trying to control the game and maybe too cautious, but Wallace just seized the initiative like he had been all all evening. All afternoon, I suppose, right down the middle, and then another point from uh, Fennel from a free, and then that was it. That was the last time they were scoring the game. The uh, the Feckins lashed over the next five points in, in succession. Three to five come from Paddy Lynch. He got uh, three frees. Uh, Keski Sean Kersh got a point as well from play. He was good, very clever, um, kind of dropped back to control the lead as well. Good man to have in terms of keeping possession. And Morgan as well, just seen out the game. And then it's all that was left was Cork McGauley and Peter Fortune. Cork McGauley doing well to get back into the team. Barry Devlin as well coming back into into things as well, having missed out last year. Uh, he got a goal, got a great, really good finish. The winning team, St. Feckins, Rory Morrissey. Morrissey was very good, really good. He's a hard man to beat. Conor Higgins, Oshin Moore. Oshin Moore in a great game and a full back. Caught McGauley in a left full. Conor Matthews, right half. Peter Fortune, centre half, was man of the match. We'll hear from him shortly. David Stevenson came back in a left half. Don Ryan in the middle of the field with Danny Morgan. Two loud full back line merchants uh, in the middle of the field. Continuing that partnership. Paddy Lynch on the wing. Sean Keneally strong hands around that half forward. And Sean Hodgkins a really good player. Good good prospect going forward. Barry Devlin reeling the ears with a goal. Paul Matches 1-2. Sean Kerrick with a point. Then John Crosby came off the bench for Devlin and Rosh Berkery. Come on for Hodgkins. So that was the win. Uh, Niall McEnany. He was the manager, former Wolf Tones player and Loud play. Got one of the best points I've ever seen Loud against London in, in Crow Park. Um, quiet man, wouldn't come on the podcast. I asked him and I thought he was winding me up when he says no, I w- I w- I'd, ra- I'd rather not. I'd say something that I might regret. But um, no, he obviously didn't say anything he regretted in the dressing room but today. So he kind of masterminded a good victory like to go in and remarkably... That's the first win in championship this season, and what a time to get your first win in the championship final! Uh, obviously, the three-team round robin. Uh, 
system comes in. There's 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 definitely a case for having a team in Drogheda and maybe getting a team out of RD and maybe, you know, getting a team north of the county as well. So uh there is scope there. Uh, for for res- obviously the Kevins are still getting good underage going through and sprinkling from Mattock as well. So yeah. That that's where it is. The Feckins wore the champions fourth time in their in their history, and I kind of tipped them, and I fancied them. We'll we'll speak about it here now. Peter Fortune, the the Carlo man, who settled very well and taking a lot of gold. Uh, maybe there might be gold, more gold to come, as he said on in the speech as his home um, pitch, as he plays uh, football for Dunleer, so he, he trained there as well. Um, but yeah, that that's. That's I suppose the well maybe there was one kind of critical point as well in in that I mentioned Morris he made big saves and then Shane Fennell missed a fourteen yard free as well and that's just compounded things uh, and then Michael King got a red card at the end that, that's just to tidy up everything but overall um, Knockbridge could have no no complaints just wasn't to be for them in the day they just couldn't chug and power on after those goals they didn't, just couldn't get that inspiration they needed to drive on it was just Beckins just had that extra edge and in the heat they once they had the lead and they weren't chasing very very worthy winners and uh, they're making up for lost time having lost three in a row that's now two final wins in a row. Let's hear from their captain, joint captain, Peter Fortune. Peter, you did it back to back. How does that feel? Ah, it's great. Look, um, kind of new coming into the game. It was going to be a massive battle to, to retain our title. And uh, I suppose it, it kind of gives us justification of what we've done over the last two years. Like We probably felt we didn't really perform in the group stages. And I suppose... The kind of setup of the competition, maybe it doesn't give you that window to to kind of you know get yourself primed and ready. But we knew we were coming in today. I kind of Thursday night there, I kind of was thinking to myself, and I kind of felt like Jesus, things were after coming together at the right time. Like kind of felt like that big performance was coming, and and thankfully it came there today. Like it was like nearly the perfect way to go into the final. Yeah, like I suppose we were a bit under the radar. The pressure was kind of on them as favourites, which maybe last last two years probably week probably went in as favourites. So. Uh, you know that was kind of a, a a kind of a title we kind of relished a bit, you know. To and then I suppose we we had a lot of injuries in that in the group stages and lads away and travelling and um, you know getting lads back like Paul Matthews and and Sean Karrisk and things like that. You know it just gives the whole whole team a lift. Like and you've David Stevenson coming back from work and you have loads of things like that. But um, no, it gave us a great lift as as a squad. So you know um, no, just kind of perfect. Where is the rank for yourself? Ah, look, um, I suppose I've, I've a few. I've had, I've, had, yeah. I've had a great time since I came up here. I've been lucky enough to, to pick up three medals now at Loud, and that's my, my third medal with the FEC is now two two championships in the league. So, look, it's it's right up there for me. Like, um, I suppose getting the privilege to be uh, to be captain is, is a big, big thing for me. Like, um, I would have played under some, some brilliant leaders down below in St Mullins and would have learned a lot from them how to... You know how to show leadership and that out on the pitch, and and it's been you know a real experience for me to get to, to lead the boys and to lift the cup on behalf. On you behalf speak about leadership. You've got the good start. You you just control the game from that point. Then, yeah, I suppose it, it was in the league game against Knockbridge. It was role reversal. They scored, hit us for two early goals, probably two sloppy goals, and. Uh, Today we kind of said like no matter what we needed the good start because in fairness Snockbridge they're a super team and when they get out ahead of you, you know they just have a knack of winning games and and they're able to you know close you out very well so um, no we kind of knew a big start was in us and and look the 
the big men up front came to the fore like Paul it's a super goal again like and you know just you know the, you, you can really depend on them lads you know we know as, as me in, in centre back there I know if I get good ball into them lads they're going to cause trouble and we got like you said the perfect start which we probably never really look back then even though Knockbridge were kind of always you know on our tail and close to us I suppose it Every time they kind of got reeled us in a little bit, the boys were able to come up with massive scores up the other end to keep us keep that kind of gap for us. What 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 is the celebrations now? Ah, sure, we're, we're going back to the clubhouse now for a bit of grub and uh, maybe a few bottles, and then into town after that with, with the cup. So uh, yeah. it should, should be a good couple of days now. Anyway, Brilliant. congratulations, Cheers. well done. Thanks very much. No bother at all. Yeah, on a day when you're. Uh you're looking at man of the match candidates. Um, Danny Morgan, I mentioned him through the piece there. Uh, Paul Matthews is excellent, but kind of then faded in terms of possession, getting the ball into him at the end of the four, in the, in the second half. Paddy Lynch as well, just relentless on freeze and top score on the day. Don Ryan, a good game around the middle of the field. There's loads, but Peter Fortune kind of came up at the right moment. He came out of, of uh, hustles. He got big turnovers. He he got fouled. He, he was very much a leader and very commanding in the centre-half. And when, when you're playing well at centre-half, you kind of have a good chance because a lot of ball goes through you and Fortune was quite good. I said the only thing he did wrong was driving that ball. He had a shot and now I'd say he'd probably get a bit of a slagging over that when he watches that one back. But um, overall, yeah, awardy winner. And it's the first time I ever heard podcast mentioned in a, in a in a speech after the game. So uh, yeah, fair play to Peter Sage, the vice chairman, giving the speech in the presentation. Um, yeah, I was yeah, I don't want to presume I'm doing any podcast out there and loud. So it was a, a historic day. Right, speaking of history, uh, we we have a championship coming up, and would you believe it? On this podcast, uh, we do. Uh, previews for the championship and I have 12 groups lined up ready to go ready to be previewed with special guests as well not just me talking uh, and they are going to be a lot of people have been asking me when are they out and they're they're going to be released this day next week the 14th of August you're going to get your champ pods in terms of lining up every team talking about their champions, championship chances how, and then I'm going to plot how each team can win their championship their respective championship and then I kind of have a pick pick a 15 from the three teams in the group we'll match preview the games and we get predictions as well for the overall championship but the opening weekend as well and then from that from that, from then you know it's usual you get your free free podcast on the Sunday night we can run through all the games that previous weekend and probably look forward to the Monday night game as well Tuesday's Red Stars you know very very uh, interesting very much needed because you need to pick out these good players that played well and a lot of them players will get their jerseys this week as well and then Thursday is a guest on and previewing the championship so if you haven't signed up sorry the, the weekend ahead if you haven't signed up do so now I suggest you, you do get in before the rush patreon.com forward slash loud and proud so that's all for me congratulations to St Feckins on a, on a marvellous win they can't they actually can't stop winning out there you know when you look at even the ladies won this morning as well it's going really really rightly out there with the Seasiders and the footballers could they be dark horse in the championship they could well be Tuesday night will tell a tale I'll, I'll have another league all about it show where um, 
the Jocks and the Blues will face off. The Jocks have an outside chance to beat, they need to beat the Blues and then they have a big game in the last day as well. Then Ardy and the Brides, that's on Tuesday. Then Cooley and the Mahonies, that's a that's a that is a real, real, real six pointer down the bottom. The Pats and some Feckins as well. Mentioned the Feckins already. Then top six in division two. We've seen Hunters try and put themselves in a position for launch. They're in the hunt. You could say Hunters are in the hunt. The Gales and Ireland have a chance. The Gales have a chance to keep themselves in the Ireland. Or don't, actually. They're probably out of it. And then the, the big one, the Kevins and the Rallies. Kevins win that, they're up. The Rallies win that. The Kevins will have to go to Hunterstown. It'll be a hell of a playoff battle for the final day as well. Um, and then, obviously, you look down at the bottom of Division 6, you have the Plunkets secured a, a playoff, uh, relegation playoff battle. And Finbar are sadly relegated along with the Westerns out down to 3A to 3B. And then Lanier secured it with a one point win. I had it, someone said it was 12 11. And I, I knew there was a goal. Ford Lloyd and McKeever got the got two goals actually, but I didn't know that. I thought it was one eight to twelve. It was actually two five to twelve. And they're getting over the line there in, in uh, triumphant fashion. They get they get themselves a playoff right behind the winners of three A for the second season running. Glenn Emmett. So that's that's it. if you want to listen back to the show, all the details of those games, um, do so. The the link is up. Usually, or if you want, you can watch it back. Also. So that's it, yeah. Beckins winners. Peter Fortune reaction. Champod announcement. Next Sunday, 14th of August, they'll be all out. Every single podcast will be out ready for you, waiting for your ears to listen about your team, your chances, your dark horses, your players to watch out. The whole lot, all of it's in there. All of it's encapsulated in that buzz because I'm buzzing after the championship today, even going to Dunlear. All those venues, it's all going to come back. And uh, yeah, that's it. See, talk to you Tuesday night on the Loud, Loud and Proud League All About Show. Thanks so much for listening in. Congratulations again to the Feckins, and good luck and thanks and night night.